got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello everyone and welcome to my channel or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over here, we're about to party. This is what this show is all about, good for you. Project Creative. Hello and welcome to another episode of Project Creative, a place for creative people like you and me to share their talents and stories. Joining us today on the show is none other than the Mighty Mund himself, George <laughs> FM breakfast announcer and actor Tammy Davis. Hello Tammy. Kia ora. nice to be here, thank you. Um, how are you going? Yeah, no, really good, thanks. <laughs> when did you first realise that acting was something that you wanted to do? Um, it wasn't until probably in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I hadn't, hadn't really, my older brother was, um, had done a few films and he was quite famous in New Zealand at that time, and so I was kind of like, didn't really want to follow in his footsteps. Wanted to do my own thing. So when I first moved to Auckland, I got into lighting and gripping and and assistant camera and that sort of thing. And that was kind of like where I thought I would end up. And so I went to theatre school to um, uh, in Northland in Whangarei to actually pursue that side of it, like directing and those sorts of things. Oh wow! Yeah, and part of the course was it was basically a course for everything. Yeah. So you did stage design and set design and all that sort of, you know, sound and lighting and everything. And um, but part of it was acting. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, what do you love about the performance industry so much and the obviously the film industry so much? Oh, um, I think probably in in all creative outlets you're getting to tell stories, and if you if you have that opportunity, it's not just about telling stories; it's about the responsibility of telling those stories, you know, properly. And if you can tell your story just your own story honestly and truthfully people will listen and it's it's actually really quite simple but you know life makes it hard because you know because no one likes looking at all the ugly shit that belongs to them you know and when you put it out there people judge it and people look at it and they scrutinize it and people are scared of that but artists I think um, have that opportunity to kind of get past that and if you can get past all that shit, then actually you can become, it's actually not that scary at all because you find that through through opening yourself up, what you do is you provide an opportunity for other people to be able to do the same. And that's the artistic part. But you just have to be ready for people throwing shit at you because they don't believe you or because, you know, maybe you bring stuff up for certain people that they don't want to see. So, yeah. 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 Good answer. I like that. It was really mm. nice. Um, so your first kind of experience was in acting. Was that at that school that you went to in Northland? Yeah. That was? Yep. Um, yep. Your professional acting? When did that start? Your first? Um, oh, the first professional thing I did was a short film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in my second year at drama oh, at the theatre school in Whangarei. And uh, my cousin rang me up. He goes, hey, come down to Auckland. They're doing these. Um, it was four short films made by, written and directed by four Māori women. Cool. And I think it was the first time it had even been done in New Zealand. And my one was written and directed by, oh, she's, she's going to kill me. Um, yeah, it, she'll, it'll come to me. And I played a young guy going into jail. And Pete Smith, who's the, um, the older gentleman, uh, he was the older guy coming out of jail. And it was basically about um, this young man learning a lesson. He thinks he's all tough. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah, jail's going to be sweet. I'm going to, you know, yeah. this is going to be easy and all this. And the old guy's basically saying, dude, you don't want to be here. This isn't, you know, I came in here when I was your age and I'm still here and now I'm getting out and I'm an old man. You don't want to do this. And so, yeah, that was the kind of first, my first foray into into the professional world. Awesome. Yeah. 
You're pretty well known for roles such as on like Shortland Street, um, What Becomes of the Brokenhearted, and especially Munter on Outrageous Fortune. How yeah. did you um, go to get that role? How did you, what steps did you take? Oh, basically the same as everyone else. You just audition. You know, you audition and you, you know, fingers crossed that someone goes, oh, yeah, wow. But it's always, it's really funny because you can audition and you can, like, honestly, I've done auditions and walked out and gone, there's no, I don't have a shit show. That was probably the worst audition I've done. And, you know, like you just go, oh, man, I could have done better. And then, you know, every now and then you might ring your agent and go, do you reckon they'd see me again? No, man, the auditions, you know, you get one shot, you know. It's, and, um, yeah, the um, with... Oh, with Black Sheep. That's what happened with the Black Sheep film I did, the oh, one yeah. um, the one with the with the killer sheep in it. Okay. Yeah, I did this audition, and I walked out, and I just went, oh, man, what a waste of time. And phone about a, you know, a couple of days later, hey, they want to see you for a callback. <laughs> and no shit, I went, so I get into the I get into the room, with, and the director's there. Because, you know, you never, you know, um, nine times out of ten, you, you hardly ever um, audition with the director. It's just the casting director. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to give you ideas around kind of what the director wants. And then when you get a callback, the director's there, and they're like going, hey, man, hey, how's it going? I really enjoyed your audition. And I'm like going, <laughs> and I'm like going, and this was with um oh mr king i can't remember oh anyway and he um i said dude what do you like about my audition because i left here going oh my god and he goes bro he goes it was just this one look <laughs> that's all it was <laughs> it was just this one look yeah you just he goes you just looked out he goes you, it was you know you kind of you walked in and stuff and you looked out and stuff and it and i believed that you were standing on that farm looking out over the farm Oh wow! That's all it was. <laughs> just a look. Yeah, it was oh, just wow. one look, and he goes, and he goes, oh, and the rest of it was shit. <laughs> I said, oh, I said, I know, and he goes, yeah, the rest of it was terrible. But from that one moment, he goes, from that one moment, I believed you, I believed you were there, and I believed you belonged there, and I was like, going, well, far out, okay, okay, well, okay, and then I had to do another audition, and I got the role and stuff, but but and then with outrageous fortune, it was just, um, I turned up. I'd been doing lighting rigging on King Kong, on Peter Jackson's King Kong. I was rigging at night at the Civic Theatre, so rigging lights. Oh, cool. Yeah, rigging lamps. And um, I went home, went back to the hotel. Um, the following day we were leaving, so we didn't have to film. Um, went and got on, had some beers. So yeah, had, you had <laughs> a few beers, you had a few beers. And then um, uh, the following morning, oh, and then, yeah, and then I went and, so we rigged all night, and then I had a bit of a sleep, got up, went and um, did the audition. And I walked in there, walked in there, um, had a cap on and t-shirt, walked in, had, did the audition, and the producer was there. Oh, cool. Um, Mike, Mike, was it Mike Smith at the time? Or I think it was Mike Smith. And he goes, do you want the job? <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, do you want the job? He goes, we've been auditioning, and yeah, I really think you're the right person for the job. And I said, well, I don't know. I can't make the decision. I have to find out how much you're going to pay me. And um, and yeah, it wasn't like I had a look. So what I was making on King Kong rigging was actually good money. Yeah. Like they paid me well, right? And um, and then they offered me like fifty dollars more. Ah. Oh. So it wasn't like yeah, but I mean you have to realize it wasn't like it was a back then it was like I was working maybe one day, one and a half days a week. So yeah. Munter's role wasn't a big role, and so you know so yeah one day a week man for the money I was making working five days a week yeah sweet ass all Perfect. good yeah but um. But the best, you know, and, but it wasn't what, you know, I was lighting, it wasn't what I was passionate about. Okay. And so, you know, and then and then got the role of Munter and then was like, okay, cool, you know. And then it just, it just, um, the relationship between Van and Munter 
was so strong that eventually the role got bigger and bigger and yeah and I think that's just you know like you do things that you I don't know a friend of mine said sometimes you got to do what you don't want to do to get to where you got to go and then I've had other friends who say tell me that that's a whole lot of bullshit but sometimes you got to go through life's journey to understand how important your journey is do you know what I mean yeah I you know understand. you know yeah. You can't, you can't, you know, you can't like act as a, you know, as someone who, you know, understands life if you don't really kind of, if you haven't seen it or been through it. And I'm not, that's not to say that, you know, you can't learn tricks of the trade to get around it, but sometimes life is the best teacher. And mm. um, what's your most memorable moment that you've had in your acting career? Um... I suppose there's there's quite a few. Um, I think the first job I ever did was quite memorable because it just kind of was the one thing where I just went, oh, wow, this is, you know, I really felt connected to it. Um, Broken Hearted, my first feature film, that was, you know, it was a struggle, it was hard, but um, that was, think, but, oh, I'll tell you a funny story because there's, guys, I've had so many, so many kind of cool times but there's one day myself and Ant Star were on on set in our ages fortune and um I was just <laughs> we'd be filming this scene I don't know what it was but we just could not stop laughing <laughs> we just couldn't and then we started pissing around right and it was just me and him. it was just me and him and basically we had this one uh, director who like loved working with us all the time because we just like we just nail all our scenes bang 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 and he'd be like thank god you two are here awesome <laughs> Awesome, man. And now you get ahead because, you know, you'll be directing a scene and stuff and you get, you know, half an hour behind becomes an hour behind. You're away for lunch and you come back and you've got to, you know, do you have to drop a scene? Don't you have to drop a scene and stuff? And then we came in, bang, bang, bang. But we got to our last scene and it was like, we were cracking up about something. And then we were doing our close-ups and I started putting my finger up my nose and so, you know, just <laughs> like, just being an absolute dick. And, and Star wouldn't stop laughing. And then the, the first AD comes in and goes, Leave. I said, what? It's my scene. I'm doing the scene. I'm doing the scene. You can't do the scene. Get out of here. I'm going to do your lines. Oh, my I went, God. oh, my God. Here we go. I'm going to get in trouble for this. And then I left and then I came back. And then they, they, they just goes, go outside. So I went outside for like five minutes. Ah, oh, yes, sweet. I'm good. Went back in there as soon as I saw him. Oh, I go, no, mate. Well, I can't do it. I can't do it. we got to leave. But, yeah. it's So sometimes it's... um. I think the main thing is is that you got to just enjoy what you're doing. And I've been quite fortunate to be able to um, earn a living doing that here in New Zealand, you know, through, um, I mean, multifaceted in a way because, I, you know, it would have been awesome just to be able to be a, you know, just to be an actor. Yeah. You know, it's like anywhere else in the world, you know. You can just be an actor and you can earn good money and you can get paid well and, yeah. But um, unfortunately in New Zealand you have to do everything. But it makes you it makes you more aware of everything else that happens around you, you know. Like you look at the Jermaine Clements and the Taika Waititi's and the even the Chelsea Wynn Stanleys and the um, uh, you know the Nicky Caros. You know they weren't just actors or directors; they've been everything, you know. Yeah. And I think that's what makes them not only uniquely New Zealand. That, that's what makes them really good. But it also kind of I um, allows them to kind of stick out in a crowd, mm. because not everyone does it. Yeah, you know I think when Taika goes overseas and he works with actors, they all go, "Oh yeah, cool man, I want to do some writing too." They don't realize that he's already written four films, 
or, and made all these short films and then written all this other, written TV shows. I don't think they get it because mm. they think that because they go, well, I'm an actor yeah. and I can earn millions of dollars by being an actor. Yeah. So I don't have to go and do, you know, no. I don't have to branch out and do these other things. I can just do that and I can concentrate on that. Whereas, and then they, you know, meet someone who goes, oh man, I'll just write this thing right now. <laughs> let's just write this and let's write this and then we'll go and do it, eh? And they don't, you know, they don't, I don't yeah. think they kind of understand how. Someone you know, who's help. very, well, sorry, well-rounded. Yeah, 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 and multifaceted and, yeah. and, you know, and can see things from so many different angles. So, mm. yeah, anyway. Uh, next question, we're all yeah. human. Uh, have yeah. you got any embarrassing moments you're willing to share from your acting career? Oh, uh, I think, um, oh, the one with Ant Stars, pretty, um, thing, but embarrassing? Um, I think, oh, you know, you get asked to do embarrassing things all the time. But you know, when if you if you if you're operating from a character's point perspective, then you're not really kind of. I mean, in radio, you get asked to do stupid stuff all the time. Far out the amount of times you've been, hey man, let's do this. This would be really funny. <laughs> the only person who's going to look like a dick in this situation is me. <laughs> you know, you know. And yeah. when you and when you first get into radio, you're like, yeah man, let's do this cool crazy <laughs> shit. And then you're like. I look like a effing idiot. Why have you guys convinced me that thing? But if you if you kind of I think it's just about embracing all of those things. Yeah. You know, like if it's part of your personality, embrace it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. But you know, I think some people get stuck in this idea of, oh, you know, this is my brand. Okay. You know, yeah. this is my brand and this is who I am. And actually I think it kind of is sometimes detrimental to because it stops you from experiencing things yeah. and it stops you from kind of um, showing the audience that you kind of, that you're not just this person. Yeah. You have all these other facets to you. And I think, of, yeah, yeah. And so that's what I've kind of learned, you know. I do find sometimes, you know, people get that whole brand, um, this is my brand and this is how I have to be. And then when you're that for a certain amount of time, you just get stuck in that in that in that thing, and I think sometimes you know it's like people just go, oh, you know, Tammy, you're just a stoner who bloody drinks, per you know, and you, and you're just the funny guy. But actually, if you ever come to a you know a set that I'm directing, it's the the total opposite, because I'm very passionate about what you know, yeah. I want to the stories I want to tell. Yeah, I might be a comedian sometimes, but it doesn't happen all the time. You know, if you ever come to a school where I'm teaching, I don't turn up and just go, hey man just piss around and it's all fun and games yeah because it's you know you're life's too life's it. too important yeah yeah very passionate about it and if you want to if you want to be and if you want to um you know if you want to be um you know successful yeah okay yeah be the funny guy do that stuff but you know be yourself yeah be yourself be be open about it, you know kind of thing you know people and, and also people are always going to make up their minds anyway you know and and um and people don't, they won't, you know, you can always, unless you really want to share your stories, you know, you can always kind of put up a little barrier if you want to, yeah. you know. Is there an actor that you look up to and what makes them so inspirational in your eyes? Um, I kind of think, I think the most talented um, actor, director, person right now and um, that's come out of New Zealand is Taika Waititi. I think he's just amazing. And he's unashamedly good at what he does. And he's confident about where he is and what he's about. And, um, yeah, and he doesn't question, you know, he doesn't question his talent. 
I think I think um, we grow up here in New Zealand and we're made to question our talent, we're made to question, am I doing the right thing? Is this what I should be doing? What are people going to think? Whereas what we should be doing is I'm just going to go make this stuff. And if people, because some people are going to like it, some people aren't, but you can't, you can't make everybody happy. You know, you just can't. And not everyone, in, in especially here in New Zealand, you know, it's like, um, you know, because there's so many also, I mean, you know, just the fact that Israel Adesanya won the, you know, Sportsman of the Year, he's a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. So many people don't. I know so many people out there don't like the UFC. Fine. You know, watch yeah. rugby. You don't have to watch people beat the shit out of each other. But I like watching it. <laughs> and so do, so do lots of other people. It's combat sports. You, you know, you watch boxing, but you won't watch that. Yeah, fine. That's fine. But, you know, we just have to be able to kind of just take a breath and accept that um, that who we are is just who we are. And I think you've got to have thick skin as well. Just, you know, um, I mean, you know, I've, I've gotten away from the from the thing which is, you know, which is Taika. But I think, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think he's just, he, I think he's the man. You know, he's he's proven to, he's out there showing so many young people that if you believe in it, you can do it. And, you know, he's, I mean, I was just on, well, looking at his Instagram this morning, he posted up this, and you just, you see the people who comment on his Instagram? No, I haven't. Yeah, famous, like. Far if, out, really. Yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, they, he just posts up this thing because he's in quarantine right now. Okay. Yeah, with his kids. <laughs> made made one of them a car out of a, out of a box or something. And then people are like texting and going, hey, man, love your kids. <laughs> and like famous people. Like, wow. you know. Wow. Yeah. And then, and they're not thing. They're not see. And this is the thing, is that they're just people. Mm. Yeah. You know, they're just people. Just regular, regular, regular people. everyday people, just like me and you. You know. Mm. Except they get paid millions and millions of dollars. More. <laughs> 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 that doesn't mean you won't get their mouse. Doesn't mean you won't get there. Um, so you directed your own film, Born to Dance. Yep. What inspired that? Oh, that wasn't my, that wasn't the film. I I didn't write that film. Did you not write that film? No, no, oh. I didn't write that film. Um, had a little bit of a thing in kind of, you know, forming the, um, where the storylines went and stuff, but, you know, just as a, as a, um, as the director, but no, that was written by Honekoka originally and then Steve Barr and, oh, I'm getting so much trouble for not remembering people's names. <laughs> He took over and he wrote it and stuff, and I just came on and, and uh, directed it. But, um, yeah, that's, you know, I mean, you should be able to, if you're making a film or making anything of any substance, you should be able to explain what it is in one sentence. And if you can't do that, you shouldn't make it. No shit. You, 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 it should be really simple. Okay. Every idea, anything that you really put your heart into should be really quite simple. You should be able to break it down to things. So if you ask me, like, AK Tammy, what's Born to Dance about? It's about a Māori boy with a dream. That's, it's, it, you know, yeah. it's as simple as it is. Yeah. That's all it has to be about. You don't need to go fully into the plot no, line. Anything like that. Just tell them yeah. straight up what it is. It's about a Māori boy who you know, wants to dance. Simple. It's actually really quite simple. Hmm. Yeah, making it is effing hard. <laughs> and everything else that goes around it is hard. Yeah. But every now and then... Because you need something that that you have that that when the shit hits a fan, you can always come back to, you know, and it should be something really simple. 
Because when all this stuff is flying at you, what sort of shoes should they be wearing? Is this good enough? Does this, are these colors right? Does the house look right? Yeah. Okay, cool. We're shooting in night, daytime, you know, all those things. You always need to be able to go, okay, fuck, what's this all about again? It's about a boy who wants to dance. That's right. That's right. So what color should the shoes be? It doesn't matter. What color do you think they should be? Oh, green. Sounds good to me. Have we sport? What what tones did we say were happening? You know, and you just always go back to you know. It's just about these real simple simple things. That one concept. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, do you base your kind of film directing off another director's style? Do you kind of what who inspires you and when you're directing a film? No, I think um, every project has its own sort of idea, mm-hmm. and its own sort of a life of its own. So each project should be treated differently. And each project should have, um, you know, different ideas inside it. <clears throat> I know there are, are lots of um, directors and stuff out there who make films and they have a crew, you know. Yeah. This is my DOP. This is yeah. the sound booth. This is the lighting booth, you know. And I know Peter Jackson and do it with a lot of their films. But if you ever look at the genre of films, they're very similar. Interesting. You know? Yeah. So, and, you know, you ever look at, even in the States, is you know, films... Um, uh, Guy Ritchie, you know, he mm. probably uses the same, but as, if you look at his films, they're stylistically very similar. But um, so, you know, I mean, I have, you know, I've, I've, I've only made that one feature film, but I think um, every every film should have its own I- identity. Yeah. yeah. Unless you, in, unless of course, you know, you go, oh, well, this is pretty similar to the last one I made. So it is, I'll just get the same people to help me and I know they'll do a good job, you know, which is, which I think is, is smart filmmaking as well. Yeah. But if it's different, then, you know, there's no reason that you shouldn't be going, okay, sweet. Well, I don't think the last person who shot this or who filmed it is going to be the right person because it's a total different thing. Yeah. You know, and it, and, I, and I think um, it's something, you know, in New Zealand that sometimes probably we don't do enough of, which is actually going, you know, are these people the right people to, to, make, to make this? So, yeah, I mean, it's um, stylistically, I think, yeah. Um, if I get to make another film, I just, I'll, I'll, I'll probably I'll always think that way. And so even after Born to Dance, I've made, you know, Willy Wairua's new show that's come out. And um, Mikey come and shot that because he was the guy who's been working with with, um, with Will for the last um, four years. So it was a no-brainer. Yeah. You know, it was like, okay, so you, you've been working with him for the last four years. Yeah, you've been filming all of his content. You, yeah, okay, well, then do you want the job? <laughs> is what? Well, but I've never made a TV show before. Well, that's not what's important. Yeah. What's more important is your relationship to what you know, you know your relationship with him and what you guys have been making for the last four years is way more important than getting someone else in here who then has to learn what that is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally get that. Yeah. It's it was just, you know like and of course people go well he doesn't have the experience. Yeah, but like in a way he kind of does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's not rocket science, eh? It's yeah. just like common sense in yeah. a way. Yeah. <laughs> in a way, yeah. Yeah. So you're not yeah. only an actor and director, but you're also a radio show host on George Fem Breakfast. Yeah. Um, how did you get into radio? Um, so Thane and Cara used to do George Drive and one day I got a phone call and they said, Oh, do you want to do life coach? Yeah, I'll be the life coach. And it just kind of went berserko, and I just did like every Wednesday was life coach on on the drive show, and basically they just let me say whatever the, I wanted, and I did, <laughs> and I did. I'd swear and curse and say whatever, and you know, and ma- most of the questions were around sex, and you know who's in. Oh, I was crazy, 
It's crazy, and it still is. I mean, it's still kind of um, a segment that we that we do and stuff. But that was, I mean, she's man. It was like five years ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then I just they just call me up, or oh, you know, yeah. and if I was busy, I just wouldn't answer the phone. <laughs> And then, and then they, they might have guests, and the guests would be the life coach. But it was the biggest thing. Like people used to text and all the time, you know, all this stuff. And then um, I did that for a couple of years. Every now and then, sometimes I'd go into the into the studio and swear at them and tell them to go f themselves and leave and make <laughs> lewd comments. And then they'd call me and say, "You have to apologise." I'd say, "You f and apologise. You don't. You, I'm not employed by your dumb radio station." <laughs> and you, but um, and then um, and then um. Clint Roberts was there, Pax Society and Cara were there and um, it wasn't working for some reason. And then they, yeah, I got a phone call from the boss and he said, hey, do you want to come in for a trial? Went and did a two-week trial and yeah, the rest is kind of history. I've been there ever since. So did you start um, after the trial, did you start on drive or did you move straight to breakfast? Oh no, they were doing breakfast. Okay. Yeah, so um, Thane and Cara moved to breakfast. Thane went to the rock to oh, do yeah. rock drive with um, Dunk. Yeah, it was Thane and Dunk. And um, and then uh, Cara went on to the, Cara stayed at the breakfast show. And yeah. And then it was me, Cara and Clint. Clint left, then it was me, Cara and Shu. And now it's me, Cara and Generally. Nice. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about doing your very first show? Oh, uh, yeah, I didn't really kind of. It, it's, it's, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? medium is is radio because um yeah it's just you just got to be a little bit more explanatory i suppose just with your stories and stuff like that but it was really good i think um you know with clint roberts i learned quite a bit just be yourself you know it's authenticity is kind of pr pretty much what people want to hear you don't have to sound like you're on radio yeah. you know because lots of people sound like they're on radio yeah, you know, that whole radio, hey, wow, yeah, welcome back, yeah, man, wow, this is amazing, fire out, I'm happy all the time. <laughs> but that's, you know, and, and yeah. so just to steer away from that, you don't always have to be, you know, up and at them. People do expect you, especially in the morning, um, you know, to have a little bit of energy. hit it with a little bit of zest. <laughs> but people are, um, but yeah, you just got to be authentic and be yourself and, 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 you know, personal stories. Figuring out a way how to kind of farm your own personal stories that kind of make radio interesting. But then also, you know, same thing like filmmaking, you know, your personal stories are probably a lot of people's personal stories as well. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Awesome. Do you think much has changed in the last five years since you first started radio? Um, yeah, so well, I've been doing it full time for probably three, year, three years now. And so, oh, I don't, I, I don't know, to tell you the honest truth. Like I just, you know, like I just go in there and try and be myself and work with other people. And I think that's where my strength is. Yeah. You know, I don't look at the landscape too much. You know, I don't kind of go, you know, because it's such a small industry and people do talk, mm. you know, and I don't, I don't want to be one of those people who's talking about everyone else all the time because yeah. it does far out, honestly. It's, you know, it's like, bonkers. wow. <laughs> okay. I thought actors were dicks. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like you know, it's not that. It's just that thing. Drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like far out, man. There's some, there's some, you know, pretty big egos in radio. But once you get to know everybody, they're pretty normal. Yeah. But like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's some pretty big egos in radio, and sometimes you, you know, I do question because I come from, you know, acting and stuff, and I've, um, 
you know, from the acting and the thing background. And it's really kind of, you have to be really giving. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be a successful actor if you don't trust other people yeah. and understand that there's a balance. And, you know, I think sometimes people in radio could learn that. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what was your most memorable moment on radio so far? Oh, I think um, uh, probably, probably, oh, there's been heaps of cool, cool stuff I've done. But I reckon when we made the This Is New Zealand, you know, that was kind of cool. And, get it, and then because it got nominated for a, for a radio award. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And that was only like, I'd only been doing radio for a year and a half. <laughs> I was like, yo, this is easy. When I win a radio award, I've only been here for a year and a half. You fellas been here for ages. <laughs> and of course, didn't win. Jono and Ben won, dicks. <laughs> yeah. For their TV show. Wasn't even a radio bit. I hope you listen to this. Eggs. <laughs> oh, no, they, they're fine. But it was, um, but they were saying, you know, and it was, um, yeah, it was pretty, yeah, I thought that was quite cool. It was a good idea. And, you know, and George sometimes gets kind of, um, I think, it's, you know, it's one of the smaller stations inside of MediaWorks. So I feel sometimes we don't get, you know, the resources that, you know, other big stations get. But at the same time, it gives you the kind of the opportunity sometimes just to kind of go out there and make some stuff happen. You know, we're not, we're not kind of, you know, sitting in the middle of the road going, hey, man, this is cool. And we're not, you know, we don't have big prizes you know, so I think if our listeners listen to us, they're listening to us because they enjoy the music and they enjoy who we are mm. because we're not bribing anybody to listen to us. Yeah. We're not, you know, we're not saying, hey, man, we're going to give you 10 grand at the end of this week. We're going to give you a car. Well, actually, we gave away a car last year. They're not giving us another one to give away, though. <laughs> like, they was like, whoa, she's where'd the car come from? But, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think, you know, we've got loyal listeners and that's kind of what matters. Yeah. And we don't, yeah, we don't try and coerce them into listening to us. If they listen to us, fine. If they don't, sweet. It's all good. Do you have someone that you look up to as like a radio hero? Um, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Because I think like, you know, um, I kind of, because I come, because I've had a career before this, mm. I don't feel like I've got anything to prove, you know? Yeah. You know, I've, you know, I've, I've um, you know, I've, I've been, you know, I've won an acting award in New Zealand. I've won awards for the films I've made. I've traveled the world telling my stories, you know. Yeah. So it's not, you know, I've been nominated for an award. I know people have been doing radio for 10, 15 years, never been nominated, you know. So yeah. it's, um, and it's not like it's a competition. No. It's just that I'm not, you know, I don't feel like I've got anything to prove to anybody. So you're your own hero. Yeah. I just go in there and I just do my own thing, awesome. you know. And that's, I think that's kind of. I think if you have that sort of um, outlook, I th- and plus I think I've earned it. You know, I don't. You know, I don't have to prove myself to anybody. You know, I don't feel like I have to go out of my way to be someone else just to. You know, awesome. And that's I think you know I think it's 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 a hard lesson to learn, but if you can learn it early, it's good. Awesome. Yeah, fuck everyone. <laughs> no, no, just jokes. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't like it, fuck them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> If you decided not to do radio or Timmy Davis' <laughs> awesome advice. Well, Timmy Davis said, fuck you, man. <laughs> What's that, Mouse? What did you just say? You're an intern here? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Timmy Davis reckons, fuck it. <laughs> Jeez. 
What's that? Sorry, Mouse, I got away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, if you decided not to do radio or yeah. um, pursue acting or directing, anything like that, what yeah. would you be doing instead? Um, she's, I, I really don't know. That's, I've never been asked that question before. Um, if I could, I would, hmm, my daughters haven't had any kids yet. If money was an issue, I'd probably just travel and um, wait for my daughters to have ch- children and then be a granddad. Aww. Yeah. I think that would be like the ultimate. Be a granddad. Yeah. Exciting. Have a vegetable garden. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Do I've got l- it. Yeah, I've got one. Yeah. But <laughs> you want a bigger one? Yeah, just a big vegetable <laughs> garden and stuff and, you know, like some lambs and stuff. And, oh, cute. You know, maybe yeah. a chicken and a pig. <laughs> have a little lifestyle block. Yeah. And a spider called Charlotte. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. No, something simple, you know? Yeah. Simple life. I like my, my parents live up north, close to the beach, and I think they kind of get it. They get it, you know? Awesome. Yeah. Um, if you could give advice to anyone wanting to get into acting or directing, what I, would it be? Um, uh, just be patient, you know? Like, I think, um, I think, yeah, and be open. You know, not, you know, I mean, nothing you do is going to be, you know, it, if, if, you, if you're making your own stuff, that's what kind of, you know, will identify you and, and, and make you stand out of the crowd. But, you know, most ideas are, are just, you know, someone's, there's someone, the, what you're thinking right now, someone else is thinking that same thing and doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, we're not the only people doing this right now in the world, eh? Yeah. There's some student out there who's talking to someone else. Who's someone who they know, who they've asked her to come in, and we're, they're doing the same thing that we're doing, exactly the same thing, except they're just not me and you. Yeah, crazy, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's happening, and that, and and when you understand that, you can. But what's special is that it's me and you. That's what makes it special. It's good as that Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. That's oh, anyway. That's what that's what I think. That's good advice. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, for radio, any yeah. advice to getting into radio? Oh, just be yourself. Good. I think, yeah, just, um, yeah, just, I mean, yeah, just, just be yourself. And there's no, I don't think there's any, you know, like, yeah, great, you know, there's no kind of right way and wrong way to do it. Yeah. However you want to do it, just do that. Yeah, and be nice to people. Awesome. Yeah, cool. that's pretty much, you know. Pretty simple stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't treat your listeners like dicks. <laughs> Even though heaps of them are. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah. Nah, just jokes. Just jokes. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming in today. And yeah. I'm really excited to maybe work with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, in come the down. Future. You should. And yeah, have an awesome rest of your day, awesome rest of your career. Yeah. Look forward to seeing what you come up with. Awesome. Thanks, Mouse. got amazing presence, great confidence. Hello everyone and welcome to my channel or welcome back to my channel. We're coming to you live from Christchurch right now. The band are over here, we're about to party. This is what this show is all about, good for you. Project Creative.